Hi, and welcome to Air Graphics Podcast. My name is Ralph Kelly, the owner of Air Graphics, airbrushing and character. This week we have Pete Oz of Soulfly Tattoos and Airbrushing out of Sacramento, California. What up? Uh, Ozuna. Ozuna, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where are you from? South Sac, Iraq, baby. Sacramento. California. Sacramento. You yeah, like it? Sacramento. Hello, are you still there? Or are you somewhere else? You're in the Bay? That's the Bay? No, no, the Bay is like uh, an hour away, man. So I'm always over there every chance I get. I like to be by the ocean. So yeah. But yeah, I'm always in Sac. I live over here. So well, that's cool. Uh, you have any websites or social media you want to uh, request, talk about? I don't have a website. Um, I just got my Google, you know, my fucking Facebook, Instagram. That's about it. Instagram's yeah. under uh, airbrush underscore Pete. And my Facebook, you know, is Pete Oz. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been airbrushing? Uh, going on 13 years. Since 13? Oh, I... I actually, I think I'm going on 14. Yeah, I'm going on 14 years. 14 yeah. years. That's good. Yeah, I started late. Oh, shit. I did, too. I did it in high school once, and then I, I went to the military, and then I started doing it as a hobby. And then once I got laid off, I um, that's when I picked it up full time. Yeah, that's kind of my story a little bit, besides the military. I was in the military. But <laughs> well, that's why we're here, to hear your story. Yours yeah, though. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, how did you find out? Well, I, what I just said. Well, uh, mine's was the the housing market crash is what got me into it, because uh, I was uh, I was a concrete contractor. I was doing concrete my whole life. You know, that's, my that's dad does concrete. What's that? That's work. Oh yeah, man. Shit, that shit was. Whew. I don't miss that shit. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, hey, that's my inspiration when I'm airbrushing. I just think one time I get fucking lazy or something, I think about them hundred degree days, no yeah. lunch, no stopping. I'm like, fuck that. This is cakewalk right here. <laughs> oh, that squeeze. Well, you got a two by four or whatever you got now on eight, back and forth, trying to smooth it out on top. Oh, yeah, all that shit, man. That's true. But yeah, so the so I had a business, it was a successful business. Uh, you know, when everybody was buying houses and, you know, uh, refinancing and, you know, I was I was doing pretty good. I bought me a house and then the housing market crashed and the, you know, it was like overnight the phone stopped ringing. So I had a lot of time on my hands and uh, I was just watching some YouTube and I, I ran across some uh, Jaime, you know. Oh, Henry Rodriguez? Yeah, Jaime Rodriguez, man. And that was it, man. I seen that dude. I was like, holy shit. You know, because I, I always drew all the time. I drew when I was, you know, since I was a kid in school. I, I never did my homework. I was always drawing in class, you know. But, uh, you know, I used to, even on the construction side, I'd be drawing in the fucking stalls, you know, making <laughs> fun of this guy or that, drawing cartoons, you know. <laughs> but yeah. uh, so I seen Jaime and I, I, you know, I just seen the airbrush and I was like, man, that looks like fun, you know. It made it look so easy. You know, so that's what did it. I seen him, and then, you know, I said, what the hell? I'll give it a try. 
Yeah. And that, that was it. What did you, what was your, uh, what was your first airbrush? It was, uh, actually my mom got me my first set for my birthday. It was, uh, some cheap ass, uh, masters. You heard of that masters airbrush? Uh, no, I've never heard of that one. I got it off of a, what was it called? I think it's T TPC global or some website. I oh, found. Oh yeah. 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 I heard of that. Yeah, they had a, uh, I thought they were so cool because they, they had different color uh, backs on them. You know what I mean? They're red, blue, green. I, I thought that was so cool, but they were, those things were cheap as hell. You know what I mean? But I mean, just for starters, you know, it, it helped me out, you know, but uh, I learned a lot using those junk guns. What a single, uh, 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 single action? No, they're or... double. No, they're double action. Yeah. But yeah, I, I was so excited when I got that set. I remember I just... In my garage, I just started you know, practicing on the walls. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just started drawing all over the garage. And then I seen a video with somebody using paper towels. So I started doing paper towels and this and that. And, yeah. Know. I painted all my shirts. Anything that had white got painted with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, you know, you're drawn to that. And you just, it's in the blood, you know. But, uh, yeah, that was about it. Yeah, did anybody, did you uh, learn by yourself or anybody uh, uh, teach you how to do it? No, I learned by myself. Uh, later on, uh, as I got better, uh, I had a guy, he teached me some, he taught me some stuff about portraits from some guy from Compton. Really cool dude. Uh, his name's Escobar. Shout out to Escobar. Chewy Escobar. I don't know. Yeah, he's he's man. He he was airbrushing over here in Sac. I was at uh, I was at a shop, a tattoo shop. Uh, that was my first gig, and I heard about somebody came in and told me about him, and I went to go, go meet him. And yeah, he was a really cool dude, and I admired his work. His portrait work was man off the chain, and uh, yeah, he taught me a couple tricks, you know, and I was off. I was off and running after that. Yeah. So, uh, uh, what kind? Of, oh, you said uh, a TCP. So he he had a shop for you, just just a flea market, or you just went to his house? No, he had a shop. It was an indoor swap meet. I probably met him in my maybe the second second year of airbrushing. I met, I ran into him, and uh, you know I thought I was hot shit. You know what I mean? Because I wanted the first shop, and you know I'm trying to get my rep out there. Yeah, there was probably. I think there was about three guys, three other guys airbrushing. No, maybe four. Four other guys airbrushing in Sacramento. But uh, Escobar was the tops, you know? Yeah. The other guys I wasn't worried about, you know? I was like, oh, these guys ain't no competition, you know? Because my writing was better. I was still learning, you know what I mean? But uh, when I seen the, that Escobar stuff, I was really, you know, blown away by his detail. So, Do he still paint or you yeah, unfortunately, yeah, he man, he he doesn't paint no more. He has uh he, he like I said, he grew up in Compton, you know, he was in that life, you know what I mean? He was he told me all kinds of stuff he went through and he had that PTSD, you know, so he he couldn't be around crowds after a while. He started getting like health issues, you know, and he doesn't even man, he doesn't even paint no more. He moved back to to LA. He's, uh, I think he's like doing Amazon or something, man. I, I mean, I always, I still talk to him, 
and I try to encourage them, man, because man, I told him, man, you got talent, brother. You, you know, you gotta get back on it. You know? Yeah, it's money. Easy, legitimate money. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think he kind of got burnt out too, because he was man. That guy was working twenty four seven. I mean, he, he was working. He go to work, go home after work, stay up late painting till like two in the morning. Get up early in the morning, probably get about five hours sleep, get up in the morning, start painting again before work, then you go to work. And he do he done that for like probably 10 years straight. Damn. Yeah. So that's why he had all these health problems. You know, he's got all kinds of shit. And he always tells me, hey, don't ever do, you know, learn from me. Don't ever do this shit like I was doing it. And I learned. I don't do that. You know, so. Yeah. It's, uh, I think we all start out because I used to, I used to, when I, I was, I used to stay in my garage and practice till one or two. And my wife had to come in here and look at me and make me come to bed. But yeah, I don't I don't paint at home anymore. I haven't painted at home in years. Oh yeah, same here. I hated that shit. <laughs> yeah, but I got a setup here just in case, but yeah, I, I don't do it. You always ready to go. Huh? You ready to go. You, I say you always ready to go, man. You hustle matic, baby. Yeah, yeah. You hustle matic. Got to. Yeah, I, I respect your hustle. Yeah. Did uh did you uh did you start a shop yourself? When did you start your own shop? Well, yeah. I, what happened was I had a well, I started out my garage, you know, and then um, I just happened to look. Uh, I was in my garage for maybe I don't know three four months, and I went to Craigslist just to say, hey, well, you know, man, is there anybody hiring? And what happened? I ran into a tattoo shop. Some cat from uh, he's from East Oakland. He's my business partner now, but this was his shop. He just opened the tattoo shop, so it was perfect timing for me. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's why. Sorry, I went in there. I was there for three years, you know. And um, well, he went out of business, so I went back to my house and started working back in my garage. I did that for a couple of years. I noticed it was not the same. You know, working at your house, people don't respect you as much as you do, they do in the shop, you know? Yeah, yeah. They always try to jew you down or, you know, get shit for free. And half the times they wouldn't even show up, you know, because they're scared of, you know, or it's always, you know, women's my number one client base, you know? Uh-huh. So, you know, I feel funny going to guys' houses. So I noticed that. Like, it, business dropped off bad, you know? So I did that for a couple of years and then. What happened was I I uh, was still talking to that Escobar dude, and he invited me to go work in his shop, you know, in the swap meet for a month and because uh, he was so overwhelmed. And then when I went over there and I seen what he was doing and how much clients he had and the money that dude was making, I was that was it. He inspired me, you know, and I said, uh, I got to get my own shit, you know, so he lit the flame under my ass. And, uh, yeah, I went out just beating the pavement, you know, knocking on doors. And I was trying to get into T-shirt shops, you know, the, those shops that sell T-shirts and hats and all that shit. Yeah, Nobody yeah. wanted me, you know. I probably hit at least 15 places. Nobody, Everybody was just like, oh, we'll call you and nothing, nothing. And then, and then uh, my father-in-law had found a place, which is not, not even too far from my house, luckily. It was a clothing store. It was like an urban clothing store. You know, they had Jordans and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I went over there and 
they right away they see me. I showed them one picture, and they were like, "Hey, come on in. You you know you're gonna be here now." That's so I, I had got my foot in the door and that. Yeah, go ahead. What you say? No, no, no. So yeah, that's that's a good thing right there. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, they brought me in, you know, and uh, it was a big store. They had like three suites. They're 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 like fifteen hundred square feet each suite, so they had three of those, and uh, they were kind of separated a little bit. So I had my own section in the store, and uh, yeah, I started building up clients right there, and uh, I always had it in my mind while I was working there. Cause I didn't see they weren't they weren't getting a lot of business, so you know I, I started putting two and two together. You know, yeah, you, yeah. You it out right. That's just <laughs> it's in the hood, man. You know what I mean? They they weren't there for business, <laughs> that kind of business, you know. But yeah. Anyways, it, I always had in my mind. I go, man, if these guys ever go out of business, I'm taking this motherfucker over. You know? Yeah. I go, I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna do it. You know? So one uh, two years later, I was there for two years, and. uh yeah, they 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 left, and uh, the owner introduced me to the landlord, and that was it. I, I was in ever since, so I got just lucky that way. Didn't have to put down no deposit, nothing. He just let me get in there and just take over the rent. And uh, is, it, is it a big place? Well, three suites. Well, it was three sections. They gave me one section, and he he leased out the other two to some other people. So, so it all worked out. They closed up the wall. There was holes in the wall, so they closed up the whole. The, the walk, you know, the, the passageway between the shops. So, uh, yeah, so I've been there for, uh, what is it going on, about eight years now? About eight years now, I think. Oh, damn, most of your time right there, huh? Yeah, yeah, so so that worked out perfectly. And then, yeah, so I, so I had that space, and it was still a big space for me airbrushing alone, you know? So I was going through people trying to get partners, and people wanted to, take over my you know my business everybody i try to get into help be a partner you know like i would tell people hey you want to sell your clothes in here you know you just pay half the rent and they ended up wanting to take over well how about we put you way in the back and we'll have all this in the front you know and i was like no no this is my spot you know so so i after going through asking a bunch of people i remembered my the the guy that i started with so i hit him up and he was like hell yeah so so He's still there with me. The guy I started out with with a tattoo shop. And, uh, yeah, I have him deal with all the tattoo artists, you know, while I'm working in there. So I don't have to Yeah, that. you know, that's a head. Spot, which, which is tough. Is yeah, it in so, the same so building? Like, what's that? The tattoo spot is in the same building? Yeah, yeah, it's be the same building. Yeah, wow. so every, everything worked out, luckily. Uh, so yeah, yeah, because come to your house, they don't have no. They don't care what time it is. They come knocking on your door. Or, oh yeah, all that shit. Man, so I gotta work this like man. Yeah, well, you no, get into never... some altercation with these, you know, some of these clients or something, and they know where you live. I don't like that shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's that. All, all right that. There. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, you gotta be careful out here, man. It gets ugly out here. I'm, I'm sure it's the same in Texas, you know, same. Yeah, same yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. the same everywhere. The, uh, 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 but so you, you have a, I don't know if you ever saw, I don't know if I ever saw any pictures of your, uh, your shop. Did you have it set where you got it set up? Yeah, I posted pictures before. Oh, I guess I got to uh, go 
Yeah, I've had it pictures when I posted when I first got in there when it was empty. Uh, well, I mean, when they left, it was empty. You know, when I built it up, my signage I put outside. I try to, you know, post not a lot. I don't post a lot, but you know. Yeah, you post all the portraits, man. We'll get to that, but then you be doing like like five or six or some shit. No, hell no. Are you stable? Like God damn, yeah, no. pictures of shoes and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, uh, I ain't that fast. I ain't that yeah. fast. So what's the what's the name of your company? You got a company name or? Oh, the oh, the name of the the business is we we call a uh, Soul Fly Inc. So Tattoo, fly. you know, so fly like you know. That's all. Black as shit, so fly. I, I tell you, my business partners from East Oakland, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, what? You, one of the questions uh, Ed was asking me about uh, was your portraits, but I'm gonna put up. Uh, what do you feel is your specialty? My specialty, uh, uh I would say, I guess. Uh, okay, basically, I'm gonna just sum it up. R.I.P. shirt. That's my. That's my bread and butter right there. That's, I mean, I'm constantly doing RIP, constantly. So, yeah, I would have to say that's my specialty. Not by choice, but it just turned out that way, you know? I, I hate them. I hate doing them. I do a lot of them, too, but I don't like doing them. One, I mean, it's easy. Money, I used to be like that. I used to be money. like that. What's yeah, that? It's easy, good money, but it was like, a, I guess the girl friend died, and she came in there, she ordered a shirt, and she just bust out crying, when, you know? Like, man, so it's oh, like, yeah, a deal. Oh, I'm gonna give it for because I feel hard for yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went through all that, shit, man. Yeah, <laughs> I went through all that. shit. I, I used to be a nice guy when I first started. <laughs> yeah, you got it, you got to change. You got to change. No, Maybe. what it is, is no, I, I hear you on that, bro, because I feel the same, and I still do. I feel that way. The mother comes in, you know. And, and you know, I I got a box of tissues on hand all the time because people was crying. But you know, I I struggled with that so many years, and and it's weird. I don't know if people recognize that from the look on my face or what. But I would say the past two years, people have been. I mean, they've been thanking the shit out of me. They when I I charge, I'm charging them full pop. You know, they got like 20, 30 items. They're paying you know up the ass, right? Yeah, and I like you said, I feel guilty, right? But I, I, I gotta remind myself, this is a business. You know, funeral homes do this; they don't give nobody breaks. They got it's a business. You know, it's nothing yeah, personal. Yeah. So, but somebody down the road go do it. Exactly. So people, but what it is is people tell, been telling me lately. They're going, they get personal with me. And they'll tell me, Pete, I just want to say thank you from our family for doing these shirts. It really means a lot to us. And, and and they tell me you are a blessing to our family, and you know so I'm getting a lot of that lately, you know. So, and yeah. it makes me, you know, I feel a little more comfortable now because, I mean, they they really do appreciate it, and they they don't have no problems paying. They they give me extra, you know what I mean. So, it's I look at it that way. They they've told me, hey, this means a lot, you know. The, you know, this is our loved one, and and you know we're trusting you with this, and you did such an amazing job, and. It brings a oh they tell me it brings our family comfort these shirts you know and or this portrait or you know I've been getting a lot of that lady so now I, I I think differently about it you know they they tell me things like that so you know it's like 
you know, I, I guess I'm here. That's part of one of the reasons I'm here, I guess. I got to do these things for people and it brings them some kind of, you know, comfort in the, in the, in a, such a terrible time in their yeah. life. You know? So yeah, that's, that's the way, you know, so. Yeah, it's a, it's a, I mean, I, I do, I do a ton of them too, but man, it's like, I, I don't like trying to tell them to leave. Or I try to get them to leave before I even start, man, because I don't want to, I go to the back or something and wait for them to leave and then I start. Oh, you're you're out there in the front street, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm right. My my stuff. I'm at the mall, so it's a. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. You're in the mall. Yeah, I got me a little back. I'm in the back room. I like to be in the cuts. I'm in the cuts back there. Nobody can see me doing my shit. Yeah. So, all the tattoo artists are in the front. I'm in the back. That's good. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so have you been? So you said you've been in the same location. You haven't been anywhere else besides the house. Uh, let me think. Uh, I mean, I, I've done, I think I did the oxen maybe twice when I first started. Uh, I've done, uh, you know, you see me do the helmets that one year, I think I did helmets twice, I believe. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I might've did an event when I was first started, but I, yeah, for the most part, I'm in my shop. You know, I don't, I don't like to go out. I don't like to pack my shit and, you know. Yeah, so no outside of from bureaus. I don't even. It's a hassle, man, to me. You pack up all my shit, go somewhere, unload. You know, just I don't like all that shit. I'm just for the quick, fast. You know, you come to me, you bring me your stuff. I'm gonna paint it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, just recently started getting back into going out to events um, because there was once I got in the shop, that was it. I wasn't leaving till it was time for me to go home. Yeah. You know, but now I'm starting back to get into a couple of parties every now and then. You just trying to break the monotony or something? Or, yeah, I mean, or it's all about the money. I've been, I've been at the, uh, I've been there for 15, 17 years now. So it's like, oh. it, uh, yeah, man, it's like now I kind of want to get out and go do some other stuff. I'm almost done anyway. Cause, uh, I feel like I'm yeah, about retiring soon. Well, that's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up. Congratulations, bro. So, is it uh, is it a lot of shops in your area? Uh, not no more. <laughs> it's just <laughs> me now. It started out like I said with about four dudes. One one dude, he was from. Uh, I remember what's his name. I'm not gonna say his name. He's uh he was from uh, what the fuck was he from? St. Louis or something. But he was known to burn everybody. He, he didn't have a shop or nothing. He was just doing it on the streets, you know. So he was burning people left and right. I think he got ran out of town. Then another dude, he was doing, he was working in another indoor swap meet. And, uh, you know, I think, I don't want to say, but once I got in the scene and then the other guy, Escobar, was doing it, we're doing, you know, pretty good work. He kind of fell off because his work wasn't really up to par. Uh and then, yeah, like Escobar moved. He, uh, well, what am I talking about? Yeah, I had bought his spot. I forgot all about it. I bought his spot. I was there for two years. When he moved, uh, yeah, I bought his spot in the indoor swap meet. But I still had the tattoo shop, too. Yeah. That's so, a, yeah. Uh, do you tat or you don't tat? You just. I tried to, uh, well, when I went to the, to the swap meet, the indoor swap meet, 
I mean, that place was a gold mine, bro. That was booming. I mean, the foot traffic and all that, it was, man. I, I kind of missed that. But uh, it was a lot of drama, a lot of just, you know, you're. I felt like a, you know, like a monkey in a cage right there or something. Because you're right there in a little booth. You know, everybody's right in your business. Yeah, but, they're watching you. Yeah, they're watching me. Well, I think that somebody... You know, it's the it's the show, like we were talking about it the other day. It's the the show for people. People like to watch it. I hear people like, "Hey, I'm gonna hang around and watch you paint my shirt." Like, oh, I'm not probably gonna get to your shirt. Oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> I used to couldn't stand that. Yeah. I got used to it after a while, but yeah, it's kind of. I like I said, I like to be in private. You know, I like to focus and I put my music on. You know what I mean? I just like to be in my own little world. You know what I mean? I don't like dealing. I'm not much of a people person. I'm dealing with people. Yeah, but, uh, this job is making you start to dislike people a lot. Yeah, yeah. So that's what happened. I was in a swap meet, and that's what happened. I started getting stressed out. You know, arguing with people. People want to. You get a different crowd. I noticed there's a different crowd in the swap meet than my own private shop. Because you know, you're it's like fair game in the swap meet. You get every walk of life in there, all kinds of attitudes and this and that. And people don't appreciate your work, and you know, because they look. Like I said, I feel like I was a monkey in a cage. I was there for their entertainment, you know. And they feel they felt some people felt that way too. Like I was a peon, you know, just that kind of environment, you know. And yeah, uh, yeah as soon as I, so what happened was they they sold that building. They sold it, and uh, they only gave us like a month and a half notice. And some people were there for like ten years. There were people crying, and everything. They sold it, and uh, you know, I had my shop, so I wasn't tripping. I went back to my shop. And uh, yeah, back to the tattooing, your question about tattooing, I was going to stop airbrushing and start tattooing because I was so tired of dealing with all the unappreciative people and, you know, arguing and haggling and all that from the from the swap meet. So I started ignoring phone calls. I, you know, I was being rude to people when they came in my shop and, you know, and, and I, I was just trying to cut all the clients off so I can get focused on my tattoos, you know. So I started tattooing for a little bit, and when I was tattooing, I would I would start getting into it, and then somebody come to the door. I gotta stop, get up, deal with the client, sit back down, tattoo for another 10, 15 minutes. Somebody comes to the door. I gotta get up. You know, you can't get no rhythm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what happened was my money started getting short. That changes shit. Not airbrushing. <laughs> So, so I, I kind of, you know, sat down and thought about it and I readjusted my attitude and my, my outlook on, on things, you know, and, and, uh, I started being more respectful to the clients and, you know, I'm trying to use my manners and, you know, and, and, and then I noticed I, and then I, what I what another thing I did, I raised my prices. So yeah. I, that kind of, uh, thinned out the riffraff I noticed. You know, the cheap people, because those are the people who give me the hard time. The cheap yeah. people. Yeah. So I raised my prices and I started to notice I getting a different, a more appreciative clientele. You know, so so I went back to airbrushing full time. I gave up on the tattoo and I go, hey, this is this is the path that's been given to me. I, I need to just follow it, you know. I'm not gonna force things, you know, if it's not working, it's not working. So Yeah, it's it's quite uh, easy money once you get it. And you got your clientele base and everything. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's quick money. Yeah, I start noticing that when I'm seeing some of the tattoo artists, you know, and they're doing, you know, they do like a, you know, $300, $400 tattoo. It takes them all day or something, you know, and you know how we do it. We knock that shit out in no time. Yeah, flat, you, you know. Yeah, thanks. So, uh, so that changed my whole viewpoint. The money changed my viewpoint. <laughs> yeah, it'll do that. That's the thing of like the the flea market. We get it in the mall too. The people uh, they open up two more sh- t-shirt shops in the mall. They do yeah. like the, the the vinyl letters, or they do the just the screen print. And uh, yeah, I got I got people now coming in, and they'll be like, "Well, uh, how much do those shirts? You know, blah 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 blah." Yeah. Okay, I'll be right back. Price. And they go. Back and forth, back and forth. Like, man, look, don't don't do that because I'm gonna go up higher next time. I'm gonna be higher. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I do the same shit. Yeah, here it's gonna be high. So. Oh yeah, I I I school them when they come at me with that. I'm like, hey man, it's they. I go, they're just typing in something on the computer and pressing print. You know, I, I go, I'm doing. This. I'm an artist. I'm doing this by hand. You know, there's no, I don't give people discounts because of that reason. I go, oh, this is all handmade, bro. So you got to pay me for my time. I'm a busy man. You know, yeah. if you want this, you know, screen print, go for it. But, you know, that's my price. You know, if you don't like it, uh, well, go somewhere else. Yeah, go somewhere else. I, I, I have, a, I got other stuff going on already. Yeah. You, one less job. There, uh, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of artists in the Bay, and, and I know their prices, they're, they're more than me. And I know that's because of the, you know, everything's expensive in the Bay. Yeah. But, uh, you know, when people complain about my price, and I go, hey, well, you think I'm expensive? Go down there, you know, because they ask, oh, where was the next Airbrush artist? I go, go down to the Bay Area. They got a bunch on there. You're going <laughs> to pay double. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, Yes, plus you go pay more. Exactly. Exactly. So. So yeah, I got it good right now. Hopefully, you know, it stays that way for a while. But you know, you never know; shit changes. Yeah, like we talked about the other day, them taxes. They run through that tax money so fast. Oh yeah. So it's 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 like a seasonal thing. I know exactly when we're gonna be busy and when we're gonna be slow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm still not used to that shit. <laughs> I can never get used to that. <laughs> no, then you start. You you have to remember, like shit. I'm straight. I ain't really ain't nobody been up in here, blah 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you look back and you think about like, oh yeah, all right, this is a slow period. It's gonna pick up. Yeah, I start thinking, oh man, airbrush gone out of style already. And yeah, yeah. Do, you know those all over shirts? You, you see those? Uh, what do yeah. you call those? Though? They, they They're all over shirts. They got three D shirts on here. Yeah, three D shirts. There you go. And, uh, yeah, I've been thinking of investing in something like that. Uh, oh, that's a lot. Oh, it's a lot of work, huh? It's a, it's the equipment, everything. Then plus, it's it's the t-shirts, not the t-shirts we use. They're a, a different. Yeah, style. they're polyester. Yeah, you can but only use polyester. It's, it's a process. I mean, you got you have to find different things to do to supplement your income. You know, when it's slow, you yeah. gotta find something else to do to bring money in. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah. Um. Uh, uh, Oh, the, what was going to say? We was talking about the. Uh, I got I got five things going on. So, what? Who was your biggest influence? What make what you take, said that dude was an influence on you? Uh, but I mean, I mean Rodriguez. I like uh, 
Rick Munoz, he's a, he's a big influence. I like Rick Munoz art. I like uh, O.G. Abel, you know, Mr. Cartoon. And, you know, the, you know, those kind of, I grew up doing like Chicano art, you know, so, you know, low riders and you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. I used to draw that all the time. I, I was, uh, when I was like eight years old, my mom had took me to some, uh, some art workshop and, uh, there's a famous uh, Sacramento Chicano artist. Well, he's actually from New Mexico, but he came over here and he he had he was doing murals with the community. You know, uh, you know he was against gang violence, so he would get the gang members, you know, together and they do, you know, wall murals downtown and stuff like that. So I I was about eight years old when my mom took me to that workshop. So that ever since then I used to get into that kind of artwork, you know, low riders and all that. So. So I like those type of artists, you know. Um, yeah. I do. I mean, obviously, I I love the, uh, you know, the the Michelangelo's and you know, the Renaissance, you know, type of art. I really love that kind of stuff. You know, religious type of art. I've always been drawn yeah. to that. I wouldn't take that. I wouldn't. Think you would like that. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You know, uh, I don't know. I guess your demeanor, I guess. But you never know what. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I talked to you before. We used to always talk shit about the Raiders and all that shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I used to have that with many hats. Yeah. So your lettering style is different. I see you do like a lot of, uh, I call it bat script. Where it's like the, you know. So you do a lot of that fonts. Oh, oh you said fat script? Yeah, I call it fat script. Yeah, I, I like that. Well, you know, I. I was born in the 70s, you know, so I I like them the 70s type of vibe, you know, I like the 80s, you know, I was a teenager in my 80s, in the 80s I was a teenager. So yeah, that some of that those fat fonts is like the uh you know, kind of like you seen like black exploitation films, you know, the movie posters and stuff, yeah. the writing, you know, that yeah. type of you know like super fly and all that. If you notice the lettering, you know, I like those type of letters, you know, those fat they got like fat tails on them, you know. Yeah, really gro groovy looking. I call it or whatever. I like that kind of stuff. So that what what do you call your font? What do you call that one? I call it script. I, what do you call it? I really, I mean, if I call it, I call it like a seventy script or something. I don't know because <laughs> that's where like I got a, it from. You don't have like a a, a font on your wall. You, they no, you I don't. Them. I I have no menu. When I when I first started, I had a menu with all that shit. I got I I just streamlined my stuff, bro. I'm just like you know, people come in. I I, I just show my Instagram or give my Instagram say, hey, check out some designs. You like something, just let me know, you know. And uh, but yeah, I don't I don't have no no menu or anything. Yeah, well, they'll have a I, they give what you give them, huh? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I just, I'm not bragging, but I just, you know, they see my work, it speaks for itself. So they, yeah, once they yeah. see my Instagram, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, they most of the time they talk, do do what you want to do. Let, they let me lose. They just go, oh. Yeah, once, once they see it, see your work, I'm like, all right, you know, you look like you're doing. Do yeah. Do. Yeah. Do, uh, I see you do a lot of colored shirts. Like, you know, do you carry all the colored shirts or are they breaking your shirts? No, I don't carry anything. I, I stopped that shit. I, when I, like I said, when I learned a lot when I first started, I learned a lot of stuff, and like I said, I just streamlined all that shit out. I, it was shirts were a hassle, man. Getting shirts and you gotta have room for the stock, you know, and 
people wanted to use that as leverage. They they go in there and say, well, what if I bring my own shirt? You know, and all that bullshit. So I just took the shirts out. I go, fuck it. You ain't got no leverage no more. So, you know, yeah. you bring me what you want. I'm going to pass whatever you want. I'm just going to paint it. I don't worry about all that. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a different price for black shirts? Yes, I do. Yeah. I, I, I went up again, and I, I'm charging. I, they start at 50 now. Damn. I got yeah. well, Yes. I started $10 more. I charged $10 more. So if it's whatever you get was 25 I'm going to charge you 35 on the black. Yeah, I charge 40 for the whites. Damn. And then 50 for the blacks, yeah. I guess California is... Y'all, y'all house the cost of living is different than us. Yeah, they, yeah, motherfuckers got money out here, you know. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be. Hey, man, you gotta be a hustler to be out here in Cali, man. Everything's expensive, you know. Yeah, you can't look out here. You, I mean, man, there's homeless over in Sacramento. I mean, I don't know how it is out there, but there's homeless everywhere, bro. I got homeless around my shop. I, I mean, all kinds of shit. I gotta deal with them all the time. Uh. It's just because, you know, you, you can't, there's not, you know, they're not giving people services and, you know, things of that nature. People are all on dope and, you know, so, so you gotta be, you know, you gotta be on your toes out here. You know, you gotta, you gotta make your money. You're going to get, oh, that's why they, people are moving out. You see everybody's, oh, there's a mass exodus out of California. I'm not going to be one of those fools. You know what I mean? I like it over here. I'm not. Yeah. That's I not, ain't not going to Texas. <laughs> I know. As I said, I ain't going to Texas anytime soon. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna die over here, man. I gotta be by the beach and all that. You know, I gotta be. There's too much going on over here. Yeah. Lake Tahoe, Reno, all that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. How far are you from Vegas? Oh, Vegas. That's I. I've never been to Vegas, to be honest with you. I, I've I've been told it's in, like an eight-hour drive or something. I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not, but. Well, yeah, I haven't been out to Vegas. Do you? You just do you trip? You just go to the Bay. I like I I'd like stick around Northern California, you know. Usually, I mean, there's so much stuff around here, you know. Yeah, I'm needing to go down south. I want to go down to San Diego, LA, you know. But I just I don't know. I'm just always stuck out here because of work or whatever, you know. Man, you gotta live your life, bro. You gotta enjoy your life a little bit. You probably enjoy it, but I mean. Oh yeah, I enjoy. It. Oh, believe you me, I enjoy. It. Yeah, I'm just not there. I'm just not there. I feel like I'm not there yet. I make I make a lot of investments. I just made a bunch of investments um, in a business, another business. I bought a house. You know, so money's kind of you know, yeah, kind of yeah. tight right now. So I mean, I can if I want to, but I'm just the type where I'm, I like to have a little cushion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you do a portrait, what does it only take? Uh, I mean, if I want to do a real nice one and take my time, you know, it, it could be uh, about two hours, you know, but if I'm in a hurry and, and I'm just trying to knock it out, I can do them like 40 minutes, you know what I mean? God, damn. You already, already got a style and a down pack. Like you, your pouches even stand out on like when you do it on the red shirts. Yeah. I'm like, we made it stand out on a red shirt. The red eats that white up. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I got to put a shitload of white on that, man. Yeah. I put a, I put a ton of white on that and then put it in the heat press. 
and then I start, you know, projector and then paint, you know. Yeah. Do uh, what what paint do you use? Uh, I like ETAC. Chino, shout out to Chino on the bong. He turned me on to the ETAC. And uh, man, I haven't went back, but I, I mean, I still use Wicked. I, you know, I use a little bit of everything. Uh, I, I still use some Createx like Opaques. Uh, I use a little Aquaflow Opaques. Um, but hear, my my go to is the ETAC. I love the ETAC paint. I hear a lot of y'all uh, at Cali. We talk about Aquaflow. I haven't used Aquaflow since man since I started. Is it easier to get over there or something? Well, to be honest, I was going to say I haven't been using it lately because it's been so hard to get a hold of. So what I do now, I used to mix my uh, my wicked opaque white with uh, with the uh, the Aquaflow white, and uh, since it, after a while it started getting hard to get a hold of, so I went to ETAC and I tried their white with the wicked, and it works great. So I mixed the the two, and it works great. Yeah, I, I actually just got some Wicked White. I tried it out. I didn't like it, but then a couple of people told me you got to shake it up vigorously because all it's at the bottom. Yeah, you got to shake them. Yeah, yeah you got to shake them. So it, Once in a while, they get a bad batch, though, man. For a minute there, they were giving me some bad batches. I was like, what the fuck is this old paint? <laughs> it was like the bottom of the bottles were like uh, bowing out. I don't know if you ever had that. You you get a brand new bottle and the bottom was bowed out. So I started thinking that these guys like get old paint and try to, uh, you know, revitalize it with some fucking, you know, some whatever they put in there. I don't know, reducer or something. I don't know what the fuck they do. <laughs> you never had that? I had I had one or two that uh, I had to sit back because it was like one was just given like splatter. Yes, it was splattering on his own. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. yeah, and you try to mix the hell out of it, and I think I made a video one time. <laughs> I posted on the Airbrush Club. I think I I got a hanger and I put it on my drill for the drill bit. I'm you know like a I bent the hanger to make it like a paddle, and I stuck it in the fucking thirty two ounce bottle to try to mix that shit because it was like caked up like that, and that shit didn't even work. So I, it I was, was getting, for I was getting bad batches. I was getting a lot of creatine like that, and it was bad. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I got some full bottles right now. I don't know why I'm holding on to them. I just need to throw them away. <laughs> yeah, because they, they, they no good. You can't do shit with them. I always think, oh, in a case of emergency, I'll I'll, I'll yeah. make something work, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do uh Edward, did you uh, do you use a French curve when you do your portraits? Or you just use cut paper? Like you cut your paper into shapes. What you what? What you, you know mean how, the French curve? Like uh, to do the 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 nose. You know what I'm saying? Like you do the the perfect curve. Nose. You talking about the stencils? Yeah. Like do you have do you use stencils or? Yeah. Yeah. That that that's what I got. Um. That that dude I was telling you earlier, Escobar. He he had a set of uh, you know those shields or whatever you call it, little stencils, little. Yeah, those little curved up different shapes. I think he had about five of them that he used, and, and he turned me on to those. So I use those to this day, you know, for little crisp lines or whatever. But, uh, uh, I mean, it's a lot of freehand mostly, though, to be honest with you. 
I just use that for certain areas. Yeah, like you said, the nose or, you know, you got to yeah. do a sharp, sharp edge. Like the lip, I mean, uh, the mouth, the opening of the mouth, you know, if it's a slit, I use that. Uh, yeah, but pretty much the rest of it's uh, the eye, you know, the eye, I'll use it for the yeah. eyelid or something. But besides that, it's all freehand after yeah. that. I, I can't do portraits in my fucking life. I can draw caricatures, but I can't do portraits. I keep telling her it's going to look like a cartoon if I do a portrait. Just get a projector and trace it. Yeah, but see, I do, my color, I got to have a black outline. Chris, no, Chris, man, Chris, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> Chris, Chris tell me all the fucking time, stop using black. Stop. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I need an outline my shit. Fuck that. I got I a dark brown or something, you know? Yeah, no, I got I to outline that motherfucker black, bro. I did one today. I did a portrait there. I'll send it to you in a little while when we finish, but. Okay, I'm curious to see what it looks like. I've never seen you do a portrait. I said, I'm curious to see it. I've never seen you do a portrait. I don't do no motherfuckers. That's what. <laughs> or you just don't show nobody. Yeah. Well, no. Then I said, well, can you do it as a caricature? Yeah, I do it as a caricature. I do Portrait? Nah, and then you trust me to do your. You know, I don't want nobody to come in and talk about that. ain't my grandma. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had that happen to my very first portrait. <laughs> yeah, man. Then you got to fight because you expect them like, that ain't my fucking grandma. Oh, man. Uh, it was not a good feeling that day. I remember that, like yesterday. Yeah. It was bad for you? Well, yeah, it was my first. I mean, it was my very first portrait. Well, no, no let me take that back. I mean, well, it was the first portrait somebody paid me for it. And I was, I didn't have a projector when I first started. I didn't have, you know, I didn't have no money. I was broke at the time. You know, I just lost everything. So I didn't have a projector. I didn't, you know, I didn't know how to print out a face and, you know, get exacto knife and cut, cut the features out. I just freehanded everything, you know? Yeah. You know, in my mind, I, I had that chip on my shoulder when I first started. Like, I'm not going to be doing stencils. I, I'm, you know, I'm going to be a real artist and, you know, I'm going to do this shit. And I, I can do it. To this day, I can do a freehand portrait and make it look really good. But it takes it takes a lot longer, and it won't be as accurate as, you know, a stencil or a projector. But, yeah, I, I freehanded it, a portrait, and uh, he was pretty cool about it. But, man, I remember that feeling. As an artist, it's just, like, crushing. You know, you think you're doing something, and somebody gives you a reality check. <laughs> uh, put you back up. Put you, put you back to perspective of like, that little yeah, shit. A little blow to the ego there, but yeah. uh, he do it again and it came out better. And uh, I mean, I still wasn't all the way happy with it, but he he, he accepted it. And uh, yeah, I didn't start using projector until maybe, well, actually, as of recently, maybe the past, I would say the past two years, I might have been using projector. Before I would uh, print it out and cut it with X-Acto knife. Damn. Yeah, so. Doing it the hard way like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but you got it down packed now, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now it's, it's way faster with a projector, man. I just bam, bam, bam. So, do um, having the tattoo shop closer to you uh, helps your, help your business, or you just got like, you just have that clientele base? Oh, well, my clientele's I'm pushing my clientele on the tattoos, you know? 
the the tattoo business is man, that's it. It's not all what it's cracked up to be. <laughs> I yeah. mean the the I must have, I'm not even going to exaggerate. Uh, we must have had about a hundred artists through there. I mean they 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 come and go, you know. There and there's so many shops around town. I mean, there's almost a tattoo shop on every corner. It seems like in Sacramento. So they they just hop around shop to shop. Uh, you get guys that want to be artists, just you know, just for the the title, you know, just to pick up chicks or whatever the fuck. And uh, yeah, I, it's rare that I ever ran into a real good tattoo artist in my shop. So we just get what we get, you know, and uh, deal with it that way. But I, I got my daughter in there uh, recently. She's been there for a year now. She's a good artist because I trained her. So she's the best artist in the shop uh, right now. And she's getting better. She's only 20. She just turned 21. So hopefully she gets it going and we, we can do some business in the future. You know, me and her. Yeah. As far as opening a new, another shop or something. Yeah, give her a shot. Can run an old spot? Yeah. Now, now the, guy the, who, the guy who used to work for me, he started own shop. He's done like maybe five of my tats, five or six of my tats. Is that right? Yeah, the big ones on my whole, my forearms. Yeah. He's really good? Yeah, he's, he's pretty good. He's, he, he, have, he got his own spot, man. He got like five artists in it. He got a nice big spot. He got he, he pretty good. He, I remember he used to always ask me. I know he was stand, I know it was something special to stand out because he would ask me questions that nobody else would. Why do you get all the money? Most of the money. I'm like, motherfucker, this is my shop. You working? What? <laughs> what kind of question is that? <laughs> but you know, he would he would ask those questions that the guys wouldn't ask. I was like, yeah. yeah. He he's gonna be on. He gonna break out on his own and do his own thing. Yeah, he's putting together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why you get all the money? I'm like, what? Yeah, well, he's a he's a smart motherfucker. You recognize. <laughs> Close mouth don't get fed. Some people, yeah. some people, are just, some people just want to work for somebody so they don't have to worry about all. Oh man, I I tell you what, that's one of my biggest drives is I do not like to work. I don't like people tell me nothing, bro. I do not. I can't stand for somebody to tell me what to do. You know, man, I, well, you I've had you lots know. of jobs in my life, so that's what it is. I, I got tired of that shit. Quick. Yeah, it's uh, once you get like nah. Like I, I when COVID hit, I went and got a I went and got a job. I worked a job for a fucking week. And it had me on a shovel. Like, you know what? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I mean I was I like I, I was ready to close my shop because I was like, you know what, I'm 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 gonna retire, I'm gonna stop early. I just go find me a little, you know, job working for the city, you know, just to yeah. finish up Nah. On that moment, they mm-hmm. called me that day. Hey, uh, they come me Friday. I started Monday. They come Friday. And say, hey, we're gonna open them all back up. I said, I went right in the office. Hey, I want to put my two weeks in, and I never went oh. back. Hell, <laughs> I was gonna say, I know you didn't go back for two weeks. <laughs> no, no, my kids laughed the at me. Too. I said, Nah, I think I waited too late to go back. Oh yeah, no, none of that for me. No, 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 no. I can't do that. Yeah, people tell that. me what to do. I'd be looking at them crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you forget you the worker on. <laughs> yeah, like shit, I ain't gonna do shit, homeboy. I ain't gonna go out there. Oh, oh yeah, hell no. What what brand T-shirts do you use? 
But I don't use no shows, remember? Oh, that's right. But they People have bring me whatever. They, uh, the only downside of that is they bring me some fucking off the wall shit sometimes. I can't stand when they bring those women's garments with the fucking silk and oh, a million stitchings in it. And oh my God, I started charging extra for all that shit. They didn't have to make the purple out of it. Yeah, man. Ooh, boy. Some dresses. Yeah, the new thing now is the crop tops. Yeah, yeah, I've been doing a lot of crop tops lately, too. Yeah, The little hip-hop, little graffiti one. What do you charge for those? uh, Just a name across the front and it's quick script. Yeah. Oh, I charge 35. Damn. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Fuck that. And one lady brought something, man. And right there on the picture that she was showing me somebody else's work, it had 45 How much are you going to charge me? I looked down at the price and looked at her and said, what you think? <laughs> What's that say? Well, what the fuck he charged? He charged $45. I'm going to charge you $45. Uh. Probably hit up for 23 Because it's quick. It took me like a minute or two minutes to do this shit. I don't care. I don't get. I don't get paid by the time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get. I get about that all the fucking time. Time is money, and you should get paid for your time. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I, I'm charging for the the quality of work. I don't give a shit how long it takes me to do it. You're, I'm guaranteeing you, you're gonna get a nice piece. So whatever I'm charging you, you know, you gotta pay pay the price. You know. Yeah, that's all so, I am. Do you do you uh have you done any automotive work? Yeah, yeah. When I went to my garage, when after the the first shop I was in, went out of business. Yeah, I was doing all kinds of off the wall shit. I think I was doing kandamas. Remember the kandamas? You remember those those little yeah. toys, those little wooden toys with the ball on them? They were hot for a minute. They yeah. they they had a cup on it. They had like three. I believe they had like three sides with cups on them. And they had a string with a ball. It was some Japanese toy. Oh, yeah. And they sneaked so, out of catch them in the cup. Yeah. Well, you don't remember? Did that that must not have been hot out there in Texas. It was hot out here for a minute, man. And uh, I was doing that shit. That was a pain in the ass. You had to sand them. You know, wood sand them and all kinds of shit. Primer. Uh, and I did, yeah, I did some uh, a motorcycle, a couple motorcycles. Did some helmets. Uh, I did a a car door. But I, I didn't like the, uh, you know, the type of paint. You got to wear that fucking mask, you know, that breather mask. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I noticed that, you know, these, I don't know if it's because I was in my garage or where they always try to drew me down when it came to automotive. They always yeah. drew me down That's and I got tired of shit. That's and that shit's a pain in the ass, that automotive shit. That's just not that easy, to me at least. No, it's, it's, uh, it's a, the process is different. You can throw a t-shirt on the board and you can just rock that shit. Not on the car, yeah. not on the motor parts. You can't do that. Oh, no. It might spider, what do you call that? Spider web out or whatever when you, yeah. you spray, it spreads out. Or or you get any any little lint or something gets stuck in the paint or, you know, because I'm in the garage and the garage is open. So dust comes in there. And, you know what I mean? So yeah, all that shit was a pain in the ass. It was too, uh, too intricate, too delicate. Yeah. I don't like that shit. The shirt, yeah, the shirt that soaks up all the paint. I just spray the hell, spray crazy on it. I make way more money doing shirts than cars. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. Man, I can sit up and do, I can do sit up and do names all fucking day long and make more. Yeah, make 
what you're going to make in that week of fucking painting that car. Exactly. All that exactly. Paper and you ain't breathing in that fucking urethane or whatever the fuck they put in that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I started the podcast for like the for uh, about COVID and because uh, I was bored, nobody had shit to do, so I bought all the stuff and mm-hmm. uh, uh, to, to, to see what people were doing different. So COVID uh-huh. messed you up, or well, it probably messed everybody up. How was it for you? Man, I I'm not gonna lie, that was one of the busiest times of my my life. Oh uh, yeah. That that Everybody, swap meet. It was I was in that swap meet. Then they closed and, uh, it down. Well, check it out. They did. They closed it down for uh, I think it was two weeks. I remember when it first hit. They shut it down. And uh, yeah, two weeks, and then they sent me the text. Hey, we're reopening. They said we're considered essential. You know, so I don't know. They found a loophole. And uh, yeah, I opened up, and they just put the plastic screen on my counter. You know, the little cough yeah. cough sneeze card or whatever the fuck. And uh, man, I was man. It, everybody was getting all that money, and man, I was busy. I was working. I swear to God, bro. Sometimes I'd start work uh, three, four in the morning, and be working till seven at night. You know, and, and it was the same thing next day. I was getting like five, six hours sleep. I mean, I did that for like two years, bro. Grinding hard. Damn. I mean, yeah, they had all that money. Nowhere to go spend it. Nothing to do with it. It was just extra. Oh, man. I, I had to turn a bunch of shit down. I couldn't keep up. I was just swamped. Yeah. Up to the max. You don't have another artist, though, right? Did I have another artist? No. I actually, get, get, let me give a shout out to Talis. Talis, uh, he used to, when I first got, bought that shop, the plan was I was going to stay at my tattoo shop and have Talis run the swap meet, which he did. I think he was there for, what was it, maybe two months? I can't remember. Uh, he had a family emergency. He he actually, he's from Vallejo. You know Talis, right? Uh-uh. Talis, ta- what's his last name? Tablet? <laughs> he's going to get mad at me if he hears this. Talis Tablet. Anyways, he's he's a good artist. Is it Tober? He's a good artist. Huh? Tober, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to get mad at me. (laughs) He's got a weird last name. (laughs) But, uh, man, he's a, man, that dude's, man, a cool-ass dude, man. That dude's hella cool. He came down. He was living, he's from Vallejo. uh, But he was living in, um, he was living in uh, Idaho. He moved to Idaho. His family and everything he was living in Idaho. And I had got that spot. And I talked to him on the phone. I convinced him to come down and give it a shot, you know? Yeah. And I forgot when he first... It was a slow season when he came down. So I don't know if that kind of had a, something to do with it. But he did eventually have a family emergency where he had to leave after about a month or two. I can't remember. And I was there. I had to jump in there. You know, there goes my plan. You know, I was trying to lock down Sacramento with the airbrush, you know, with two spots. Yeah. I ended up being in the spot. So, yeah, so I left my tattoo shop for two years. I mean, even though I was going in the morning, I would be there every morning, early in the morning, like four or five in the morning, working. And then leave about 10, go back to the swap meet, opens at 11, 
keep going till like seven, you know, but yeah, Tyler's helped me out. And uh, yeah, I, I was always grateful for that guy. He, he really got me started on that. And I appreciate him for that. Yeah. It's a, it's a pain in the ass having multiple locations. I have three at the same time. Man, you got to stock all of them. You got everybody's attitudes and, you know, you know. You, you must have been making some money there on <laughs> three spots. Man. Damn. At two ball spot, flea market spot. Woo. Oh, the yeah. flea market just the weekend, though. Yeah, yeah. I would, uh, so you was doing the, the weekend at the flea market, too? Yeah, well, I wasn't. I was working my on my store. I would work on the north side of Houston. I would work that one for a while. Then I would come to uh-huh. the south and work my other store. And then on the weekends, I would have another artist go over there. So you you had three spots and one artist? No, I had I had like man, I had like five artists at one point. But man, then what happened? Point, well, I closed the north store because it, it, I don't know how to put it. It was starting to be a pain in my ass. That like uh, it was cheap, like yeah, dollars a month. So I was like, "Fuck, that's." And uh, but I went over there and worked, and then one guy, a little drug dealer, coming there, and like, "Yeah, where did other do that?" Uh, he's off today. Oh, I would give him some pills, and he would paint all my shirts for free. Oh so, my god! Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, Man. "Dude, some people like be around money." You know what I'm saying? Free after Oh, thing. I know that. <laughs> giving my shit away for paint shirts for free for drugs. So oh, man. Was yeah, I don't know if you know Charles. He uh he was working over there for me. And then he was another state, another town in Texas. And actually yeah. opened the shop down there. So I opened up Seven hours away, five or seven hours. Away. I'm like, fuck. Oh, I don't know again because whenever we're in here, would have a misunderstanding. I gotta drive seven. Hours oh shit! To get over there and, and sort it out, you know. So yeah, that's like going to LA. <laughs> yeah, Texas is big. It take hours. It take hours to get through here. You oh take, yeah. It take two hours to get from from here. To the other side of Houston, traffic and all this other bullshit you got to go through. Holy shit! Yeah, it's crazy over here, but not that crazy. Yeah, not yet. The Bay Area is, but Sacramento yeah. it's just traffic, but not crazy like that. But we got our traffic too. Yeah. So, do you offer anything other than airbrush and tattoos? No, no, that's it. That's it. That's it. Tattoos, yeah. I, I like to keep it simple, you know. Like I said, I streamline all my shit, you know. Yeah. As much as possible. Do you do a lot of shoes? Oh, yeah, I do a lot of shoes. Yeah, a lot of shoes. Yeah. We don't do no shoes or what? Yeah. Oh, I see you do shoes. I was going to ask you, huh? Now I got you. How do no, you print do that picture on the shoe? I'll tell you, I'll tell you on the side. Oh, are we supposed to be giving people advice and tips and all that? We trying to hold back info now. I'll tell you. Okay, Uh, it's an opaque transfer that you use on a shirt. Yeah. What? Yeah. So you cut it to shape. You cut it to size. Yeah. 
print it, uh-huh. print it and cut it to size. And well, you paint the shoe, you do what you want to do to the shoe, save the picture for last, so you don't get paint all over it. Mm-hmm. So what I normally do is I'll, I'll take the, the the picture, I'll put adhesive on it, let it sit. I'll heat the shoe up exactly where I'm going to put the picture. I heat it uh-huh. up because the uh, uh, the photo pliable. It, it moves, it stretches, everything. Yeah, so stick it there. That's how you you set it to all the grooves and what. How you sit uh-huh. inside, check it out. Yeah, and, it, and, and then you and you put the coating over it. Yeah, I put a I put my pods on top of it because my pods clear uh, dries clear. You put what? My pods. What the hell is that? It's like a it's like a glue. It's like for crafting. It's a uh, oh. They got different you, different kinds. You don't use liquid kicks. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Fucking uh, what Jonathan? What's his name? Jonathan? Was it Downing? Yeah. What's Jonathan Downing? He turned me on to that. Oh yeah. Oh, I man. have posted shoes. Oh no, I was giving some advice or something. I forgot. And I, what I was using was I was using rattle rattle can clear. You know the the two times. Yeah. And, uh, I didn't know, but later on I found out. But nobody ever told me anything. I thought it was fine. And uh, he he came on and he says, "No, don't use that. Use liquid quick kicks. I, that's just going to crumble off." And I was like, "Well, nobody ever told me nothing." And not too long, maybe a couple weeks after that, somebody came in with the shoe and it was all cracked up. The paint had came. I was like, "Holy shit!" So I started using that liquid kicks. That shit works like a charm, man. Yeah, I don't. Um, do the it don't come off the soles. The soles of the shoes. It's not. It's yeah. Oh, the the picture. Yeah. The- the picture, the the paint, anything that goes on that rubber sole, it comes it off. Yeah, it just comes right off. Yeah. No oh. matter what you do to it. Yeah, because I get people ask me once in a while, can you do the pictures on your shoes? And I tell my airbrush, but I can't print it. That's a good option to have, though, because some people don't want to pay, you know, for all that money for a portrait on a shoe. Yeah. So I'm going to have to give that a try. I'm going to take what kicks right now. Yeah, that shit works good, man. Yeah, it's like a rubber coating. Yeah, it turns it like to rubber. Spray it, or you you, you roll you uh. I spray it. You spray it on. You just put it on, just like a paint. You put it on your gun, spray it. I I use a heat gun as I'm spraying it. You know, you don't want to like gunk it on it. You just put a, a nice even coat, you know, with the heat gun. And I used to put two coats. I started putting one, and, and it works just as well. So I just do like one coat. As long as I make sure I cover everything, you know, get good coverage. And that's good to go. I haven't had a. I, uh, I, got, I got that on my list right now. I'm going to buy something like. Hey, it says delivery 35. Yeah, check them out. Delivery. I like next day. I don't like to sit around and wait for my shit. That's. that's... Next week, next week, next week. I'll, I'll find some. Yeah, I'm But yeah, give it a shot because it's, it's it's easier. I know you probably charge me. I charge like 85, 65, 85 for it. And I use a. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm done. I got like three pairs of shoes waiting for me now at the shop. It's, it seems a little tedious to put that picture on there, though, huh? The nah. process? Nah. If you've done it for once, you start doing it. It's, 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 it's easy to. You know, it's the, yeah. it's the, um, like, now, so airbrush the words, now I'll just 
I'll use a, I got a plotter. You got a plotter? No, no I got no, no plotter. I, I cut out the letters. I, I just cut out the, you know, put them on the shoes, spray around it, you know, clean it up. And that's the most tedious thing to me is just to put the letters. Yeah, that seems a little time consuming. It makes the shoes look a whole lot cleaner than me ever. It just makes yeah. it. I'll, I'll hit you with a couple of things, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man, uh, I, I'm glad I finally got you. See, it wasn't that bad, was it? Nah, nah. I mean, I'm always busy, though. That's why. Look what time it is, right? <laughs> yeah. You shit, it's 10.30 for me. Oh, yeah, it's 8.30 right now, so, yeah. Yeah, so you can't, like, you still got smoke break. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, man, well, I appreciate it. I, I got to still draw your character. So that, I don't know. I'm going to watch baseball game tomorrow. I'll probably do it Friday try to get the. Oh, yeah. Shave, shave a couple pounds off there, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, and a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, appreciate it, man. I know yeah, for sure, bro. Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you as soon as I have it edited and ready to go. Okay, yeah, for sure, man. Nice chatting with you. You too, man. Nice I got your number now. We'll, we'll, we'll get together. Okay, yeah, I locked you in. All right, because, yeah, I want to plan on making a trip to California one day. And you know, when, you, when, when you're when out of town, I like to go visit shops. So my wife be looking at me crazy, but, yeah. Uh, I, I know she loves that, huh? <laughs> yeah, I go look around shop. You know, I go... Visit Everest shops. Do you go to? are supposed to be le leaving to get away from work, and then you go right back to see yeah, somebody. Right back to it. Sit all day talking shit. What's better to watch somebody than doing it? I guess. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you you go to coast? Have you ever been? To I, coast? Yeah, I get, yeah. I order off a of coast. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I, I, I mean, I don't have a choice. What else? I, I, I mean, I order majority off a of coast. Yeah. Then I get, you know, I get stuff off a of chino. Uh, a couple of little items off Spray Gunner, you know. That's about it. Yeah. All right, man. I appreciate it. Okay, no problem, Kelly. All right, have a good one. All right, you too, brother. Have a good night. You too. All right. Air Graphic Podcast is a production of Air Graphics Airbrushing. It's written and hosted by me, fellow airbrusher, Ralph Kelly. If you want to see any of my work, check out my website www.airgraphics1.com or my Facebook, Ralph Kelly. Thanks for listening.